Hi everyone, Chris here from the IELTS VIP podcast. Welcome to the IELTS VIP podcast. And thank you to all of you who have subscribed and listened to the podcast so far. Um, I was actually on my phone last night um, on the on the way home. On the way home from work, I always listen to a podcast and I use an app called Stitcher. Um, this is not a plug for Stitcher, it's just the app that I use. And I check the, the charts and we are one of the most popular podcasts in the education chart in, in the whole world. So I think this is only the 10th or the 9th podcast that we've done so far, um, which is pretty amazing. So thank you so much to the people who have um, who've listened and who have subscribed and left uh, really nice reviews. I really appreciate it. So what we're going to do uh, today is something that a lot of our VIP students ask for, because this is come up a few times in the last couple of weeks, um, and it's whether to get your um, your test scores remarked. Um, so IELTS provides you with the ability to get your speaking and your writing um, scores remarked. So what we're going to do in this uh, podcast is talk about when you should, and more importantly, when you shouldn't get your scores remarked, because it's it's not an automatic thing. You shouldn't look, get a low if you get a low score, you shouldn't look at that low score and think I'm going to get a remark, because you're going to waste money and you're going to waste time. Um, and for most people, a remark or an inquiry on results, as they, as they call it, um, is not going to be applicable. So we're going to talk about when you should, when you shouldn't. Um, but before that, we're going to talk about why is this the case? Um, well, IELTS is not a perfect system. Um, and human beings are not machines either. So a student could go and do like one IELTS test one week, another IELTS test the next week, another IELTS test the week after, and get three different results. Now, that doesn't mean that the test is unreliable. Um, that just means that they are human. Um, on test day, you are going to have to put in a performance in the writing test and the speaking test. Some days you'll get a 6, some days you'll get a 6.5, some days you'll get a 7. The same way with if three football teams or if, or if two football teams play each other three times, you're going to get three different results um, and, and very different performances by the football players. Or if two cricket teams play five times in a row, you're going to get five very, very different results because of different performances. Um, so the, the thing I always try and say to the students is, or the students that I work with, just because you got a lower score doesn't mean that you don't deserve that score. It might be that you got a lower score because you got a lower score, because that's the score that you got on test day. The other reason that we have um, the, the remarks um, with the IELTS test is um, human beings are marking your test. Human beings are marking your writing test. Human beings are marking your uh, speaking test. Humans are not perfect. They're not robots. They're not machines. Uh, they make mistakes. Sometimes mistakes are made. Now, most of the time, your band score is going to be 100% accurate, and you deserve that band score. Rarely, you will get a case where the examiner gives you a lower score than you deserve because they've made a mistake. And in that case, you should go and get a remark. Um, but there are you know, certain things that you need to think about. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about when you should go for a remark and when you shouldn't. And that will help you um, make up your mind about what you want to do. Um, I 
the advice that I'm going to give you, please don't email me in four weeks' time and say, you told me to go for a remark and I didn't get a higher score. The, the final decision is totally up to you and there is no way that you are guaranteed to get a higher score. I think that's another thing that a lot of people think that if they pay the money to get it um, remarked that they're always going to get a higher score. This is not true. You're, there's no guarantee that you're going to get it. So I'm going to give you the information that I have um, and you make up your own mind. Also, there are no... Um, there are no statistics. There's no percentages of people who get a higher mark or what is the average mark that goes up. Those, those statistics, the data, I'm sure it exists within um, somewhere within the halls of Cambridge or IELTS or IDP or somewhere like that, but we don't have that. It's not publicly known information. So when should you go for a remark? Well, I think that you should definitely go for a remark if you are working with a teacher who has examining experience and they were consistently looking at your work and consistently giving you feedback that you deserve that score. Now, be very, very careful. Not all teachers who say that they are examiners are actually examiners. Um, examiners are not allowed to tell you that they're examiners, but there's ways that they can let you know that. Or if they're an ex-examiner, they, um, they, they, they can let you know that. But one of the things that we do on our VIP course is we give very, very detailed analysis of our, on our, for our students' writing and for their speaking. So we tell them before they even book the test what scores they're going to get. Um, and they're very, very consistent with the scores that, that they do get in, on the real test. Um, so, for example, if, if you were one of my students and I gave you five sevens in a row, you submitted like three task two and two task one then every single time you were getting a band seven and then you go and do the test and you get a six or 6.5 then that should be a signal that you might want to go for a remark because someone who knows what they're doing with examining experience has looked at your um, has looked at your your work and has told you you're at that level now that doesn't mean that you should automatically just immediately go for a remark Keep listening. There's a few things that you should be thinking about. Also, one of the, the considerations would be if you have done the test a few times before and you consistently got a certain score, like let's say you've done the test five times and you've got a band 7 or 7.5 five times in a row on the speaking test and you do the test and you get a 6 or 6.5, that's an indication that you either the examiner has made a mistake and you should go for a remark or you just didn't perform that well on that day and you shouldn't really go for a remark. So that's one of the considerations. What were your previous scores? If your previous scores were you've done the test five times and you got a 6.5 five times and you get a 6.5 again, don't go for a remark. That, that's your score. You probably have, that's probably what the score was. Another thing to consider if you're going for a remark is have you done everything properly? Have you prepared fully? Um, if you have not really looked at, uh, at why you are failing and you haven't done anything to improve and then you go and do the test again and you say like something like, oh, this is the seventh time I've done it and I keep getting 6.5. Well, yes, because that's your level and you've done nothing to move to a, a higher level. However, if you, for example, 
at 6.5 five times in a row and then you went away and improved your vocabulary improved your grammar you worked with a teacher like me who told you exactly what to do and exactly where you're going wrong and you worked very hard to improve that and you submitted your writing to them and they told you that you were improving and you were at the score and then you do the test and then you you get 6.5 if after you've done all that work then you might want to consider going for a remark but if you're one of those people who just thinks that doing the test lots and lots and lots of times is going to help you get a higher score, then that that's not the key. The key is to, to find out why you are making a mistake and then work to, to turn that weakness into a strength. So those are the three and the only three things that, that, I, would, uh, that I would say about when you should um, go for a remark. More importantly, when should you not go for a remark? So importantly, if you, you, let's say you look at your scores and the, the thing that you want remarked, so that's either going to be speaking or writing, you cannot get reading and listening remarked. Um, if you get a low mark in, in reading and listening, that's your mark. You can't get it remarked because it's either right or wrong. There's no interpretation. So if speaking or writing, if there's a difference between that score that you're not happy with and another skill of two bands, then I wouldn't go for a remark. So for example, if your writing is at 6.5 and your listening is at 8.5, there's a difference between two bands, um, then it's very, very, very likely that your writing has already been double-checked because that is a signal within your test center if there's a massive difference between one skill, like listening, reading, or speaking, and another skill, like writing, um, then that's an indication to the test center that the examiner might have made a mistake. So they check it already. Now, I have had some students who have had a difference of two bands, ignored that advice, gone for a remark, and they have improved, but that is very, very, very rare. Extremely rare for that to happen because it has been double-checked twice. So not only has your examiner made a mistake, but someone else has also made a mistake, and that is unlikely, highly unlikely. So if there's a difference of two bands between two skills, it's been checked twice already. It's 99% it's of the time a w complete waste of time. You should also not um, go for a remark uh, if you just didn't perform well on test day. So in the writing test, did you understand the question? Did you understand the data, if it was task one or task one general training, did you understand the, 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 um, the letter? If you didn't understand it, then you probably got a low score because you didn't understand the question. Think about your approach to the question. Did you fully develop your answer? Did you give a clear answer to the question? If you are not 100% sure that you've done that, then 100% you haven't done it. It's either, feeling very, very confident that I understood the question, I answered it correctly, I did everything, or if you're not 100% about that, then I wouldn't go for a remark. Um, also, did you finish everything? So did you get everything done on time on the writing test? Um, on the speaking test, uh, were you able to answer all the questions, especially part three? Uh, how did part two go? Were you able to speak for the two minutes? So evaluate your own performance and don't let your ego get in the way. Um, what I see a lot with students is 
they let their ego uh, control their decisions. So it's very, very difficult for someone to accept that they are not good enough yet. So they're not at the level they need to be yet. It's very difficult to do that because you you have to blame yourself. People don't like to do that. They like to blame other things. So often you'll get a student with a massive ego, and what they do is they get their um, they get their result, and it's it's lower than before, and they they say, oh, I'm going to go for a remark. Then they go for a remark. The result stays the same. Then they start to blame their teacher, their course, IELTS. They start to start to talk about, oh, it's just a business. They failed me on purpose. All of these things are them being showing that they're incapable of doing what they have to do is accept responsibility for their own performance. So evaluate your own performance honestly. Don't let your ego get in the way. Get into the habit of criticizing yourself and being very honest with yourself. Don't be one of those people who are like like fat people who sue McDonald's <laughs> for being for for causing a heart attack. McDonald's didn't cause your heart attack. You caused your heart attack by putting burgers in your mouth. Um, be very very honest with yourself. Also, you'll get a lot of people who go for a remark in complete desperation. So. These are normally people who didn't do any work. And these are normally people who have done the test five, six, seven, eight, nine times. And they go for a reevaluation, a remark, through sheer desperation because they do not do the work. They are incapable of organizing their own time, of uh, you know sitting down and studying. So they're very desperate to improve their scores. But instead of doing the work, They'll just do the test over and over again. They'll pray. They'll hope. They'll hope that they're lucky. None of that is as good as actually doing the work. So be very, very careful there. Also, this is very obvious, but um, uh, the, this is something that we see every single day. Uh, if your scores were consistently low, um, like you were consistently getting a 6.5, and you've got that five, five times, and you did nothing to improve it, don't go for a remark get better at, at English. Um, you're not going to improve by, by going for a remark. Also, this is something that we see a lot. Uh, people saying, my cousin got a higher score than me, or my friend got a higher score than me, or my sister got a higher score than me, or my classmate got a higher score than me. My score must be wrong, incorrect. Just because your sister or your brother or your cousin or your friend or your classmate gets a higher score than you, that doesn't mean that the IELTS examiner made a mistake. That just means they are better at doing the IELTS test than you. Or on that day, they were better at doing that than you. Again, that's very hard for people to accept, especially with family members or you know, or spouses and things like that. Um, it's difficult to accept that, um, but most of the time it's completely true. Um, so don't allow relationships to influence your decision on that. Um, also, finally, I wouldn't really go for, for a remark if there's like more than one band between what score you got and the score that you want to get. Uh, IELTS examiners can make mistakes, but more than one band, like one and a half, two bands, is, is a massive error a massive mistake by an examiner. Um, the way that the IELTS test is set up, it's very difficult for them to make those massive mistakes um, because of the way the bands are, are weighted. Um, so y if you're getting a band five and you need a band seven, highly, highly unlikely 
um, going for a remark is go- is going to get you that um, band seven. So that's when you shouldn't sh- and shouldn't do it. Again, the final decision is up to you. Please don't email me and say, you know, please make the decision. A lot of people email me and say, basically, they want me to make the decision for them. I can just give you advice and you guys have to make the final decision. But the best advice that I can give you is, and this is the advice that I give all my VIP students, is unless you are completely 100% sure about all of those things, then it's unlikely that a remark is going to improve your score. However, what 100% will improve your score is find out exactly why you failed and improve those things until you get to the level, consistently at that level that you need to be at. You're not going to go and do the test and luckily you're going to get a band seven. Luck is not going to help you do that. Praying to whoever you're going to pray to is not going to get you a band seven. You're only going to get a band seven, let's say you're at a 6.5, if you find out why you got that 6.5. So I can look at your writing, I can look at a, a, a an essay and tell you within 30 seconds why you got 6.5. It's going to be grammar or vocabulary or coherence and cohesion or task achievement. Um, within those things, there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but anyone who is experienced and knows what they're doing can look at that and tell you, you got a 6.5 because of A, B, C. In order to improve A, B, C to a band 7, you need to do X, Y, Z. And the difference between a 6.5 and a 7, what is the gap? Work. You need to work for it. You need to, So it's knowledge, knowing what where you're going wrong, and then working to that level. And if you do that, then, you know, remarks, you don't need to really think about that. Remarks do help s- some people, but the vast, vast, vast majority of people, they do not help. And again, I think it's mostly to do with ego and desperation. It's not being able to accept that you are not at the level you need to be yet and that you need to work really, really hard. And people wanting to hope and pray for something rather than do the work that will get them there. That sounds really, really harsh, but I would rather be harsh with you and for you not to to um, waste your money um, and waste your time and, and you know and waste your the opportunity of you know we, we help people last week we helped someone who is like a, a lady from Sudan um, and we helped her move to London and get the score that she need every single day we help people who are in a country or a situation that they're not happy in and they want to move to the country of their dreams like we take our responsibility to people very 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 seriously because we know our advice can mean the difference between someone having their dream life and and a life that is not that happy or not fulfilling. So I'm not going to tell you f- like uh, nice things that will make you happy that are not true. I'd rather tell you things that sound harsh, sound a little bit mean, um, than, and for you to get the scores that you need, than tell you, yeah, you don't have to work. Just go and get a remark and you'll get the score you need. That, that's not going to happen in the vast, vast, vast majority of cases. Same with my son. I'm not going to tell my son like nice things like, yeah, you can eat chocolate for breakfast and nothing will happen. His teeth will fall out. Like, <laughs> he'll get very fat when he's older. Um, I'd rather tell people the truth um, and be a little bit harsh and, and you know, long term for them to be successful. And uh, so 
you know, take the harsh medicine. It doesn't taste good now, but it'll help you in the future. Thank you very much, guys. Hope that you find that useful. And um, if you need anything, if you have any questions or anything like that, the first place you should go is my website, IELTSadvantage.com. You'll find lots and lots of information there. It, it should answer 99% of your questions. Um, also check out our YouTube channel, um, our Facebook page, and our uh, Instagram, whichever one you prefer. YouTube's got lots of videos. Facebook's got everything, Instagram, images. Um, so check those out. Give them a like subscribe to them and you'll get updates on, on all of our stuff. Um, also, if you want to get our personal help with anything, you can send an email so to chris at ieltsadvantage.com. We'd be happy to help you out. Um, I can't guarantee that I'll be able to work personally with, with you because we've more than a million people following us on various social media channels and everything, but we reply to every single email. Every single email that we receive, either myself or um, the lovely Ruth who's sitting beside me at the moment or Sophia or Justin or Brian um, they will they will answer it for you so send them an email um, and they'll get back to you thank you very much guys really appreciate you listening to the podcast subscribing to it the, the really nice reviews that you've all been um, leaving and I will continue to make them because people seem to really like the podcast thanks very much guys and see you again soon bye bye